the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Rightfully Ours. As Christians, there are things that belong to you and me as a result of Jesus Christ shedding his blood for you and me. Things that we have a valid and a just claim to have and or be. Our gracious God made every one of these things ours. In fact, they're rightfully ours. Not rightfully ours because of anything that was done by you and me, but rightfully ours as a result of what Jesus Christ did for us and then made them available for you and me. According to the Word of God, well, you know, which is always true, each and every one of these promises are things that God wants to be possessed and enjoyed by me and you. Things that we have a legitimate and a just claim to because of what Jesus Christ did for me and you. Well, since that's true, then we might as well find out what they are, like God wants us to do, and then allow those things to actually manifest in the lives of me and you, especially since Jesus died for them to be received by me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. We are in Isaiah chapter 59, verse 8, the way of peace they have not known. Why is that? And there is no judgment. Oh, oh, we're getting some more clarity. And there is no judgment in their goings. See that? They, they, they don't judge their goings correctly. They don't, they don't make the right decisions about what they're going to do, where they're going to go, how they're going to conduct themselves. In fact, that word judgment right there, this is deep, means a verdict. Now, this is a verdict whether it's favorable or unfavorable. It's a verdict. It's, pro, it's a verdict that's pronounced judicially, which means the judge did it, especially a sentence or formal decree. Now, this is whether by man's law or by divine law. It's a verdict that is pronounced judicially. That's especially a sentence or of a formal decree by man's law or divine's law. Now, in this case, what we're reading here, there is no verdict that is favorable in their goings. There is none that is available. Why? Because God has already decreed it. We already heard that. God has already decreed. No, no peace for the wicked. He's already declared it. No. So the key is, okay, what do the wicked do so I can stop doing what the wicked do so that I can be able to receive the peace that I want to receive? But if I keep doing what the wicked do, then the verdict has already come down on what's going to happen. You pull off on the side of the road into the gas station. Well, maybe not the gas station because you used to be in the gas station. You used to get directions. I don't know. Let's, let's just say gas station. You pull in the gas station. That was back. See, I was dating myself. That was when somebody, the gas station attendant came out to you. 
Amen. Amen. And they served you. Praise God. And cleaned your windows and put your oil in and stuff like that. Praise God. No charge. Amen. Did all that. Anyway, I'm dating myself. But anyway, imagine that, that person came out to the car. And you rolled down your window. Back then it was like this. Praise God. <laughs> and you, <laughs> you rolled down your window. Hallelujah. He said, hey, man. I, I was traveling this road right here, straight down and stuff. Can I get to peace going that way? And they say, no, no, you can't get there. Say that. Yeah, say that. Okay, thank you. Roll back. Mm, throwing gravel and stuff like that and get back on that same road again. Wait a minute. Wasn't the verdict already given that you weren't going to get there by that road? Then why are you going, continuing down the same road? Expecting different results. Isn't that kind of like the definition of insanity? That I do the same thing and expect different results. I keep doing the same thing and expect different destination to be reached. This is one of the reasons why God said that the, the wicked ain't, ain't going to get to peace. Why? Because they're not going to change what they do. They don't care about what the verdict is. I'm going to do what I want to do. Amen. This is what I think I ought to do. And then later on down the line, cry boo-hoo and think like, I don't understand why I'm going through all this. I do. It's because the verdict has already been given. It's unfavorable. It's already been decreed by the jud- judicially. The judge has dropped his gavel. And he said, hey, no peace for the wicked. <laughs> he said, if you keep doing what, what you say, and if you keep doing what you're doing, that'll be you. People trying to duck it like you in the matrix. You ain't ducking this. <laughs> it's you too. There's always unfavorableness in their goings. You ever been around somebody that stuff just keep on happening? All the time. Might be. I'm not going to say definitely. But might be some wickedness up in there. Well, why is it always unfavorable? Because in all their goings, they violate God's law. That's why the verdict comes down. They violate God's law. See, by not following God's law, they make their way crooked. And their paths crooked. That's what it said. Let's read it again. Verse 8. It said, the way of peace they know not, and there is no judgment in their goings. They have made them crooked paths. They made them crooked paths. You know how you go home and say, I'm going to make me, I'm going to make me, I'm going to make me something to eat. I'm going to make me something to this. Well, then when it comes time to make a path, well, I'm going to make me a path. I'm going to do it my way. Come on, Frank Sinatra. You're going to do it your way. Come on, Burger King. You're going to have it your way. Somebody say, that don't work. Not when you want God's way. They have made them crooked paths. They made them crooked paths. The word crooked means to not, K-N-O-T, or distort. To not, K-N-O-T, 
or distort. Which means instead of walking the straight path that God's word teaches, because you know God lays out straight paths. Instead of walking the straight path that God's word teaches, and people, that teaches people to walk, they choose to knot and distort their own paths. They tie it in knots and distort it. Doing things this way and that way, but refusing to do things God's way. And they knot it up. God's word say don't do it. They do it. God say don't go that way. They go that way. It's almost like they not it, saying to God, not. God said, don't do that, not. Do this, not. And then, when, and, then, and then when they say, God, I want what I want, God said, I'll return you your not. Because I respond to your response. Does that make sense to anybody up in here? Figuratively, it means to pervert. When they, 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 they make perverted their paths. They make crooked their path. They make perverted their path. That word pervert means this is deep. To turn away from the right course. To turn away from the right course. Which means the right course has been presented, but they turn away from it. So instead of walking God's pre-designed, peace-filled path. Because all of God's paths are pre-designed and peace-filled. All along the road. Peace. Peace filled paths. The wicked turn away from the right course and they take another course. And then they wonder what's happening. Of course, this is going to happen. And then they wonder why things don't work out right for them. And then they get some old jack leg, no revelation preacher that say, God just taking you through something to be able to teach you something. No, it's because they won't be taught something. You know, there's two ways to learn things. One is by teaching, whereas it's orated to you, instructed to you. Another way is called the school of, oh, you've been there. At least saw the sign on the way by. And be like, that school I don't want to go to. Because everybody walk out there with hickeys upside their head. Everybody walk out <laughs> with stuff bandaged and bust up. Everybody walk out there with frowning and complaining. This is hard. It's just too hard. And I don't know whether I should keep doing this. I don't know. No, actually, you shouldn't keep doing this. But the, this is, that, that you're talking about is probably different than the one that you should be talking about. What you should be talking about is taking your own path. The one that you should be talking about is doing it some other way other than what God said. That's what you should be saying. I don't want to do this no more. But what people be thinking is I don't want to do this no more, which is to do what they should do. Because I'm going to just keep doing it my way. Mm-mm. No, it don't work. Somebody say it don't work. Because they've turned away from the right course. That's because whoever goes down those crooked paths, God said that you shall not have peace. That's what he said. Read it again. The way of peace, they know not. And there is no judgment in their goings. And they have made them crooked paths. Whosoever goeth therein shall not know peace. One of the things that word no means see. Shall not. You ain't going to see it. That's what God said. Let me read it out of some other translations. It might help. The Bible in basic English, it reads it this way. It says, they have no knowledge of the way of peace. Speaking of the wicked. 
and there is no sense of what is right in their behavior. They have made for themselves ways which are not straight. Whosoever goeth in them has no knowledge of peace. Have no knowledge of peace. None. Let me read it out of the Message Bible. Message Bible reads it this way. It says, they know nothing about peace and less than nothing about justice. That word justice right there means right. They know nothing about peace and less than nothing about justice, which is right. They make torturously twisted roads. Torturously. That means that they're being tortured while they're going down the road. It gets harder, harder, more difficult, more tiring, more problemsome, more problematic, more, more. It's just getting more messed up, more jacked up, but they're still going down that road. They, that they made. They make torturously twisted roads. No peace for the wretch who walks down those roads. No for the wretch. They called him a wretch. You don't hear that often. I mean, it's, even in the song Amazing Grace, he was saying a, a wretch, well, that, they still say that he is a wretch, praise God, so that's why we don't sing it, praise God. But anyway, hey, leave alone, Rodney. We can get into that right now. Praise God. We ain't supposed to be no wretch no more. We are the righteous. A few more people, please. We are the righteous. And the work of righteousness shall be and quietness, assurance, which means ain't no wretched stuff supposed to be happening up in our life because we ain't wretched no more. See, wretched go with the wretched. We ain't wretched. So no wretched stuff supposed to be happening up in our lives. Supposed to. Turn to Ezekiel chapter 7. <laughs> supposed to. Ain't supposed to be happening. Amen. And even if it does try to start pouring, God give you an umbrella when you're doing what you're supposed to do to protect you from the wretched stuff that's happening to everybody else, but it won't happen to you. Why? Because you're righteous, which means I'm in right standing with God and I do right things. Amen. Ezekiel chapter seven. We leave that part off. Praise God. We just, we just like to consider ourselves, I am the righteous. Oh yeah. But you know, righteous do right things. First John says, if you're righteous, you'll do right things. If you keep sinning, I don't know. Because <laughs> they that sin, uh, first John said, are of the devil. I don't know. But I prayed. I, I heard you. But I couldn't look in your heart while you was talking. Only God could do that. So only, only he know that. I just know what you said. And I know if you believed it in your heart and said it with your mouth, then you saved. And you've departed all that. So if you ain't departed, I don't know. I ain't saying yay. I ain't saying nay. I'm just saying. Judge a tree. Amen. That's all I'm saying. And if nuts are still coming off of you, you still nuts. 
Anyway, we move on. We're in Ezekiel chapter 7. We're not getting into that theological issue at this moment. We're just talking about the way of peace. And why the wicked ain't going to get none. Ezekiel chapter 7 verse 25 said, destruction cometh and they shall. Now, this is speaking, of course, of the people who are wicked. If you go back and read it in context, it's talking about people who are wicked. It says, destruction cometh and they shall and they shall seek peace. I mean, I got to get me some peace. And there shall be none. That even when the wicked find themselves in some jacked up stuff, will then now seek peace. They still ain't going to be none. (laughs) Which means even when they're inspired to seek peace because of the trouble that they face, they won't find it. You ever seen people that are inspired to seek peace when stuff start happening? Do what they want to do. Conduct ourselves until the bill do. Until the time come around. Until the situation is there. Now all of a sudden, they want some peace. In fact, they want your peace. They want, they want, they want some peace. They're looking for some peace. But they still ain't going to find it, according to the word of God. Why? Because destruction is there. Why? Because they're getting what they amen. Verse 25 says, destruction cometh. Now, the word destruction right there means shrinking. That is terror. Shrinking. You know, it's like that. It's, when they say shrinking, it's talking about that. It's not talking about things getting smaller per se. It's, it's, not, it's talking about, you know, you, you, know, you shrink. Right? You, know, you, you shrink. Terror. That's why, in the, but this is deep. In the literal Hebrew, the word destruction is a cutting off. A cutting off. How that makes sense, Pastor? Take a rose. A rose is a rose by any other name, and it smells just as sweet. And then you go to the rose bush, and the beautiful flower is there. Cut it off. It might even hold its position for a little while. might even bloom a little bit. But after a while, it begins to shrink and shrivel up. Why? Because it's been cut off. And God said this destruction is a result of a cutting off. It's as a result of a cutting off. That's why there's destruction and no peace because there's a cutting off. Whereas they cut off hearing what God and his word has to say. They cut off doing the things that God's word had to say. They cut off people that was trying to give them wisdom. No, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine. They cut off, no, stop, I don't want to hear all that. I'm good. Or or here's the Christian version. Y'all want the Christian version of it? Now that was the wicked version of it. I gave you the Christian verses of it. When, when you try to tell them, they said, I know, I know, I know. But they won't do. They'll say, I know, I know. But then they'll go back the same way. That's like saying, I know that glass got poison in it. I know. Glue, glue, glue. I know that man ain't no good. But I just keep answering this phone calls and letting him come by and go on a visit. I know he ain't no good, but I know, I know. I know, I know I ought to be in church. I know. I, I know. <laughs> Cut off. <laughs> Destruction starts manifesting. That's why the Bible says that they seek, they'll seek peace 
and there shall be none. What when shall is the strongest assertion in it? It means that it ain't no ifs, no ands, no buts about it. Ain't going to be no peace. Let me read it out of the Revised Standard Version. This verse out of the Revised Standard Version. It says, when anguish comes, they will seek peace. But there shall be none. They shall seek peace. But there shall be none. Let me read it out of the Amplified Version. Amplified. It means, it says, distress Panic and destruction shall come. And they, speaking of Judah, which is now, who are Judah? God's people. Who is Judah? So, I, as I said earlier, the wicked don't have to be people who are not in God. They can be people who are in God who don't do what God said do. So, distress, panic, and destruction shall come, and they, of Judah, shall seek peace. And there shall be none. But I thought that they are the righteous. But they are the compromisingly righteous. Which means if you compromise your position in God, you've just compromised the benefit from God. Does that make sense? Turn to Romans chapter 3. We're almost through. Stick with me. Romans chapter 3. See, the wicked, they don't get what we get. Everybody say, I'm glad I ain't wicked. I know that's right. Romans chapter 3. I'm bringing it in the new because I was reading a lot of stuff in the old. People think, like, oh, there he goes in the old again. I'm in the dispensation of grace. That doesn't apply to me. Okay. Romans chapter 3. Verse 16. Written to the believers. Verse 16. Destruction and misery are in their ways. And the way of peace have they not known? Does any of that sound familiar? There is, and then he begins to explain in verse 18, he begins to explain and give reasons why. Because there is no fear of God before their eyes. Because there is no fear of God before their eyes. The reason why destruction, that word destruction means concussion or utter fracture. That is complete ruin. That word destruction means concussion or utter fracture. That is complete ruin. What is it? Complete ruin will come in your life. Misery, which is wretchedness, that is calamity. Wretchedness, that is calamity. Calamity is like misery on steroids. It's where stuff is coming. It's like, it's just ridiculous. You, you're, like you, you're without words. And verse 18 tells you why. Because they experience destruction. That is complete ruin and misery, which is wretchedness and calamity. It comes into people's lives because they experience it. They, and they experience no peace because they have no fear of God. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing and believing that the things that are rightfully ours is very important to our receiving the things that God told us about in his word. I hope even more that the idea that the things God promised in his word are rightfully ours is inspiring you to receive all that God wants to be received and enjoyed by me and you. I hope that you're learning that those things are rightfully ours. 
If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us at Word of Faith. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee you it'll be a blessing to you when you do. And speaking of coming through, I invite all the ladies out there to an event held here at Word of Faith that'll absolutely be a blessing to you. We invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith. Prepare for the Sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too with a powerful word from God straight from heaven just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers of Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So come on through and bring a couple of sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Come on and be blessed at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday at Word of Faith SA. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 